Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Early on a sports. Bringing you the tragedy of Damar Hamlin and his collapse on the football field. Here are our thoughts on Skip Bayless the way the NFL handled things, and our thoughts and prayers moving forward. Welcome into the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast, recording here on Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Definitely not the show we were looking to do today, but um, somber moment in the NFL world and in football world and just in general, a tragedy of uh, DeMar Hamlin collapsing on the field yesterday, cardiac arrest. Um, I'm going to hand it over to my co-host Aaron here, who was actually watching live. Aaron, what did you see there? Uh, Yeah. I mean, based on, on just the play alone, it didn't look too, you know, out of sorts or anything out of the ordinary as far as, um, you know, they, they passed to, uh, to T Higgins there in the middle of the field and, and he lowers his shoulder and, and obviously, uh, Ham, uh, Demar Hamlin is involved in the play to to bring him down. Um, but it kind of looked like a a concussion type symptom. I mean, I'm I'm no medical doctor. I have, I have no experience whatsoever. But um, yeah, man, he just kind of like fell back. Uh, you know, fell onto the field almost like like Tua has multiple times this year. So I I was, you know, just thinking it was a concussion. Um, but obviously a lot a lot more serious than that. And and. You know, he's in our thoughts, in our prayers. You know, everybody said that by now, but, you know, he, he sincerely is. And it's just a something you don't want to see. And, and and you know, we'll, we'll continue to talk about this, but I've never seen, uh, like, an ambulance be brought onto the actual field. So I, the amount of commercial breaks they took between, um, you know, bringing the game back and, and obviously bringing the commentators back in is, is more so what I'm trying to say there is, is it was alarming, and, and I couldn't honestly believe it. Yeah, I mean, they, they know he suffered a cardiac arrest within four minutes. He was in the ambulance and transported to UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. Um, you know, even this morning, the update, he is currently in critical condition. He's sedated and in critical condition. Last night, uh, multiple players stopped by, even, even Bengals coach Zach Taylor. There were like 50 to 75 fans outside of the hospital showing support. So, I mean, just a, an amazing reminder um, that there are some good people out there for sure. Uh, I got to slam the NFL here and, and warning to the listeners here. Um, hide your kids, hide your wife, because I might get a bit explicit here. But what the actual fuck was the NFL thinking, man? Like they, you know, they had the multiple breaks. You know, they were talking about you know, Joe Buck said, you know, there's going to be they're going to try to continue and play this game, you know, in five minutes. Um, they, they showed Joe Burrow, you know, warming up on the sideline, you know, 
some would say that, okay, this is just standard procedure after a major injury. You know, they, they try to get ready five minutes afterwards. But, I mean, there's an ambulance in the field. You know, they had to do CPR. They, they had to, like, cut the guy's jersey off. Like, the NFL, like, greedy freaking bastards, dude. Like, flat out. Um, You know, when it came down to it, you know, I know the Troy Vincent, you know, owner, or, or the, uh, I can't even talk right now. I'm just so upset about this shit, man. Like, Troy, Troy Vincent, who, like, runs the NFL, you know, Players Association, ha had said that, You know, they were just thinking about the player and, you know, it had nothing, you know, it would have been insensitive for them to think about anything else. And from Troy Vincent's standpoint, I, I believe him, you know, being a former player, a former cornerback uh, himself, you know, uh, Jamar, uh, DeMar, I think is a safety, but being a for former corner, I don't doubt that. But just the fact that they even considered like restarting that game just makes me infuriated. Um, just abs absolutely ridiculous. Like Aaron, you, you were watching it live and, um, What was your thought, you know, as they, they were talking about bringing the game back on? Yeah, I mean, initially, like, it's hard to process, obviously, just, the, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was there. I was there virtually, if you want to say it that way. But, like, um, I didn't know the seriousness of it. Like, you know, I thought it was a – I thought it was a – it was, like, similar look like to Josh Sweat this past week, um, you know, with Philly and, and the cart coming out and everything and, and, and things like that. You know, I didn't think anything further than that. The last thing I thought was, you know, the guy's having, you know, possibly a heart attack, cardiac arrest, whatever the difference there is. I'm not sure. But I mean, like, I thought it was a concussion. I thought it was one of those deals where, you know, he'll get carted off and, and they'll continue to play. That's that's kind of why I guess I was confused or, or I didn't know what was going on as far as like, you know, why wouldn't they keep playing? You know, in all due respect, you know, if it was just a concussion type deal. Until you saw the ambulance, right? <laughs> right. I saw the ambulance out there. And then, I mean, dude, they this game was on uh, on ESPN there and they took, I want to say they took four breaks and at, at each break, they said, you know, we don't really know what else to say here. Um, you know, we're going to, we're going to take it to the commercial break. It was just a very awkward, like very um, obviously they wanted to be sensitive towards what was going on. Uh, Cause no one, I guess knew for, for a good amount of time there. And, and that was strange, obviously. Um, I, I think where the NFL, you know, you know, excuse my French where the NFL really fucked this up though, was, they let the players go back to the locker room and we still sat in like purgatory where I was like, are they going to play or not? And I'm like, all right, you're sending them to the locker room at this point, just cancel. Like, why are we having a, having a discussion? Yeah. They, I think they were trying to kick the can down the road to see, you know, okay. If, if he's announced at the hospital, that he's fine. The second he was going to be announced that he was fine, even yep. though he did have cardiac arrest, yep. we were going to play this. They were going to yep. suit back up and play the game. Absolutely. See that that's where it's, like that's where the NFL dropped the ball on this. No pun intended. It's, it's, it's disgusting. And it it's, you know, they're making hand over fist money regardless. They'll play this game at some point you would think regardless. And, and there's upcoming games this weekend. My point is like when they, when they actually figured out what was going on, then that that's when they had the opportunity to, to really make the right decision. And it's not, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to make the right decision here. And, and it just shows you the greediness of, of the NFL. And it, it is an entertainment business. You know, it is it is a business. So um, I understand that. But there there needed to be more sensitivity in that moment. And there wasn't. Yeah, absolutely. Being a business, you have to have a sense of freaking morality. I mean, these are all human beings playing a game. This is, you know, their current situation. This is their future. You think if some guy collapses at the office with cardiac arrest and goes to the hospital, like only the most insensitive of bosses would be like, okay, everyone just get back to work as normal. Like, you know, like screw you, you know, type thing. And, you know, I, 
mad respect to both Zach Taylor and, and Sean McDermott. You know, they themselves gathering and saying, you know, like, we're not going to send our guys back out in the field. Like, we're not going to play. Like, I just have so much respect for for that. You know, these guys are like family. They're brothers. You know, they're going through camp together. You know, these guys are coming from different areas of the country. You know, they get to know each other, you know, extremely well. And, you know, this um actually, Damar is, um he grew up about five hours from us here in Pennsylvania, you know, went to Pitt. So, you know, hits relatively close to home for us. But it's it's just really you know, sickening the way the NFL, you know, handled it. And in a lot of ways, at least they got to the point where they did, you know, end up canceling the game and they just released that they're not going to resume the game this week, thankfully. So they're doing the right things now. Um, and, and I am grateful for that. You know, I can't imagine being in that spot myself and having to make that decision. But just the, the gut reaction was like, you greedy bastards, like, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, <laughs> I, I don't usually use a lot of language, but, you know, I just... One of the things that I wanted to bring up, um, just just T. Higgins, man, I, I really hope this guy doesn't receive any flack on Twitter or anything, any nasty DMs at all. You know, he made a football play. It wasn't dirty. You know, the guy's probably traumatized, you know, and, you know, be praying for DeMar and, and everything and his family. But I got to, you know, say, like, pray for T. Higgins as well, because, you know, it's 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 shown in the past when, you know, things happen where, you know, play not just i'm not talking football but you know people who accidentally hurt others even to the point where they you know pass away um that the effects of that even though it wasn't intentional it wasn't their fault per se like they get really depressed and a lot of people commit suicide so you know this is this is higgins life as well you know we have to be thinking and praying for him um and his mental health during this time again i didn't see the play but did you see his face did they show his face? Like, I refuse because of the compassionate side of me. I refuse to watch the replays or anything. I haven't watched any coverage. I've just read. Like, did they zoom in on him at all, Aaron? No, they see, they did handle that, I think, as well as they could have. Um, what was the most disturbing part, uh, in my personal opinion, uh, of the whole situation was, like, they were showing Stefan Diggs. He, you know, you could read his lips. He said, oh, my God. Um, there were multiple players on the Bills. I mean, I, I, I'm not a Bills uh enthusiast to say the least but uh like to know the roster is what i mean but you know there are multiple guys multiple players on the on the bills that were like you know in tears when, when i saw that i was like dude this is a little bit different this is a little bit further than you know the guys knocked out on the field the guy you yeah. know it reminded me a lot like the, the only thing i can draw a comparison to was uh ryan shazir back in you know, I think that was at in Cincinnati as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So something, yeah. maybe something in the water. No, it's, I'm not yeah, going to go that are, far. Yeah. But, people are coming at Cincinnati like it's their fault. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a football. Play. I mean, that, that play, you know, uh, to go off the Ryan Shazier thing, but to come back to this, like this play didn't look anything out of the ordinary. I mean, you see a, a I think it was a tight end, like little out route into the middle of the field, like a little, a little slant or a post, something like that. N nothing crazy. Like, and, and T Higgins just lowers his shoulder. I mean, he made a football play. It's a, at yeah. the end of the day, like we can't blame anybody for this happening. Football is a violent game. Like so there's a lot of people that don't like football because it's a violent game. And I understand that completely. Like it, it's, it's a, up to a, a personal opinion. I mean, these guys are, are barbaric in the way that they go about their business and, and they play with injuries and everything else. But, yeah, man. It, it, the most, like I said, the most disturbing part of this was watching the the actual players' reactions. Um, and they probably it, did they zoomed in on it to make like a big deal, like they, some big dramatic thing. Like 
they didn't, didn't really show him. They didn't no, show. No, but I mean, like the other players, like they zoomed in on like you know Diggs and stuff. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. The of course, like, of course, they're gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit like that. So of course, I mean, it was not to say the Bengals weren't compassionate. It was just the way that it took place. I don't think right. the Bengals knew how serious this was because for for quite some time it was just the Bills on the field, and I was like, man, are the Bengals ever gonna like actually come over? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. When I see a guy get hurt on the field, like a lot of times, even the player that just hurt that guy will just walk away, and I'm like, I don't know, man. There's more to to life than winning a football game or making yeah. a first down. Like, yeah. there's always gonna be those heartless bastards out there, and I saw I saw some pretty malicious comments on on Twitter, just people saying, oh, you you guys don't know him. Why why do you even care? This and that and the third. I mean. At the at the end of the day, like like you said, this guy's a human being, and like have some compassion. Right. Even if you even if this was the Cowboys, the pa- the Patriots, like the teams I don't like, I don't wish this on anybody, right. uh, and you shouldn't. You know what I mean? So these people that that are just scumbags, you're always gonna be scumbags, and I I, I really you know I'm not gonna say I wish th- bad things upon you, but you you need a you need a reality check. Yeah, to be honest check with you. Check yourself. Look in the mirror. If this was you know, your brother, your mom, your sister, you know, your, whoever it was, someone close to your best friend, like, would you want people responding that way? And if the answer is yes, then then blank, 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 I'm not even going to go off on you there. You're wa- waste of breath to even talk about it. But, um, you know, a little bit, you know, some positives out of this, like, I'm going to go off about Skip Bayless here soon, but I need to, I need to calm down and breathe before <laughs> I have, you know, before my blood pressure gets too high. But, um, you know, the one the one good thing is, you know, this guy had a lot of care for his community. Um, the Chase and M's Foundation uh, was set in place for him to raise money to buy toys for children in need. Um, GoFundMe, uh, $2,500 goal. And last I checked, over $3 million raised and over 172,000 donors for this, you know, donations. And it's like, that's incredible. Like, absolutely amazing, like mind boggling. You know, you hope that he wakes up and he's able to see this and just be blown away. And um, just by the blessing that there are still people in this world who care. There are still good people. It takes a tragedy oftentimes, but people being willing to just come together like that. It's just such an amazing thing. I mean, that's a mind boggling number, man. hundred percent that see, I, I think you touched on that perfectly. You, you said that as well as you could have, like, it takes a tragedy, like not to, to compare two things, but like this country was extremely unified. I'm not going to bring politics into the shows. You know, we don't need to be pissing <laughs> people off either way, one way or the other, but like nine 11 brought this country together for a certain amount of time. Obviously we're far away from being united again, but regardless of your political view that a lot of people will say that that time period brought people together. This type of thing brings people together. Like the Bengals and the, uh, the, the bills will kind of be always, you know, not gonna say united but you know you understand where yeah. i'm going with that like yeah. so you know the, those charity you know his his toy charity like that obviously that is a great thing to come out of this like that probably would have never happened to that extent if something like this didn't happen and it's a shame that it takes that for this to happen but you kind of have to take the few positives that that are involved in this situation at least mention those and Absolutely. And, and talk about those and, and bring those to light you know yeah and i mean there's so many comments and i, I just want to read a statement from Bengals owner uh, mike brown that i just i read it and i was just um you know really moved by by his statement you know and respect to him as an owner first and foremost the Bengals continue to send thoughts and prayers to damar hamlin and his family our hearts are with everyone in this unprecedented time what we can do is support one another Last night was supposed to be a great night for the NFL and a great showcase for our hometown. 
Instead, the human side of our sport became paramount. And in that moment, humanity and love rose to the forefront. Um, I'm not going to read the rest um, of the statement. You know, I don't want to get too long winded, but the last thing he said was the Bengals are thankful for the love and compassion shown by all praying for DeMar. And that just really shows the character. I mean, this is one guy who, who cares. Um, I, I don't, I don't believe based on the wording of that, I don't believe that that's just uh, Oh, you got to say this, you know, just to look good. You know, I think that was generally, you know, genuinely heartfelt by him and, and just the way that, you know, the Bengals seem to handle things um, it really just, you know, props to them so much props to them, you know, Joe Burrow um, and, and Josh Allen embracing for a quick period of time, you know, Allen looking extremely distressed and Burrow looking shook as well. And, you know, the bills flew back to Buffalo. Um, Some of them, the players did stay behind, um, you know, in Cincinnati, but I'm glad that they canceled the game for the rest of the week, at least, and then haven't made plans on when to resume. It's just absolutely too soon, you know, and we need to keep, you know, hoping and praying that this young man, 24 years old, you know, he, that he comes around and is able to, to, to um, be, be stabilized and, and, you know, get out of critical condition and uh, make a full recovery. That's you know, obviously the goal. Um, so prayers to him and his mom as well. It's just, man, it, it shakes me as a person, you know, like life, like something can happen in the blink of an eye and, and you can go from being totally fine to, you know, where he's at right now, or even, you know, so much, you know, like worst case scenario, you can be gone in the blink of an eye. So just a, just a reality check for me it makes my problem seem small, you know, in comparison. And um, yeah, just, just a shame. Just a shame. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm getting a little couple feeds here through Twitter. Um, the Cincinnati Reds, obviously the, the MLB affiliate there, uh, they put up a big uh, billboard for, you know, prayers for uh Mar there. So that's, that's a good touch too. I freaking think. Right. Freaking right. Good shit. Yeah. I, I think, I think the city of Cincinnati is handling this as, you know, they're a class act class act of an organization there for the Cincinnati Reds to do that. Yeah. I, I think the whole city of Cincinnati has handled this just about as well as, as anybody not to, to throw anybody, any other cities under the bus, but you know, we would hope every city would handle it this way, but we don't know that that would be the case. Right. Right. Um, you know, we're, we're, for this. Yeah. We're, we're massive Philadelphia fans, but those fans can be heartless. Like you, you just don't know how this would have went if it had, if it went somewhere else, let's just put it that way. Yeah, so, I think on honestly, like I think almost any NFL team would handle it relatively well, but would the city themselves handle it well? Right. And, it, it, yeah. There's bad apples everywhere, man. Like there's, Absolutely. I'm sure there's bad people in Cincinnati saying things right now. But at the end of the day, like you know, as, as a nation, as as sports fans, as you know, just as a country in general, like this is something where we can rally behind one one cause or one or one tragic event, and like you know make light and and just bring positive things to the forefront and and rally together like it, it's just like i said man it, it was to to look at it from like a football schematic point of view it didn't look like that bad but i mean even the ryan shazier thing years ago like to say like they said he would never walk again and 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 it took him years to really be able to walk again so this is like on all levels man like Football, anything can happen in, in in a play. People land weird. Like there's been so many, you know, gruesome injuries. But really, in any sport, like in baseball, if you get hit by a baseball, you know, in the eye socket, you could never go blind. Like it, it's just sports are a lot more dangerous than people think. Like watching it on TV has no, like it, it just does no justice for like what these yeah these guys are millionaires, but they are really putting their their life on the line per se on on every single you know event or every single game that they're a part of 
Yeah, definitely. And um, just coming from the family of Demar Hamlin, you know, they released uh, a statement, and I just want to read a small small part of it here. On behalf of our family, we want, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to Demar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. Um, and then they went on to acknowledge, you know, the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Medical Center and uh, the care that they're providing for him and um, just how they're blessed to be part of the Bills. And, and it's cool. They said, we also want to thank Coach Taylor and the Bengals for everything they've done. And um, i getting choking up here, <laughs> like legitimately, but um, your generosity and compassion means the world to us. Please keep Demar in your prayers. We will release updates as soon as we have them. Thank you, the Hamlin family. So just the fact that the Hamlins went, you know, they they thanked, you know, Taylor, like directly just again shows like just the character that he has. So I, I've always voted for the Bengals, you know, in the AFC, they used to be the Bungles, but they're not <laughs> the Bungles anymore. And definitely even more respect and love, love for them. So um, yeah, man, um, I, I guess it's time to to rip into Skip Bayless. Um I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, you might you might rip him a little harder than I will. Uh, not not to say that I shouldn't or or whatever <laughs> uh, whatever you know your interpretation is is your interpretation. Um, you know we can go back to the the tweet itself uh, and reference that. Yeah, um, I can read it here. Yeah, if if, if you can there. That's... Sure, sure. Yeah, his original tweet. Um, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. No, no shit seems irrelevant. The very see, there's a couple, there's a couple points there that you know you can you can make, and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm re- rereading this as we speak here live live from the from JD's uh, headquarters of the Brutally <laughs> Honest uh, podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean. Where, where he starts to really mess this up, I think, is when he says, you know, he disrespects the fact that, you know, this is a serious, serious injury. Life is on the line at this point. Yeah. Uh, he says, this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. Okay, there, now you just put the game above someone's life. Yeah. Like, at, in that moment, you should have checked yourself and said, you know, what the hell am I actually saying? Like, you don't have to tweet something to get clicks, Skip Bayless. Like, you're making – upwards of probably five to six million a year on just to talk sports every single day and i know he takes it so seriously that he's you know he sweats out pounds every single day this is you're coming this is coming from a guy that, that has a flair for the dramatic like that's probably his middle name is, is dramatic but this is far beyond drama this is just take this is insensitive insensitive, like, insensitive man completely. And, and and i'll let you you know give your full take but i, I just think that he uh he he overstepped it for sure once again he does this a lot and i I like the show because it is very entertaining and, and they're very good at that. But uh, when he does things like this, he puts a target on his back and he needs to know better. And he's what, 60 something years old. Like he, he does know better. He just, uh, you know, chooses to to take a side of, you know, I, I really do believe he sent that tweet out trying to get, you know, eyebrows raised and for his own, you know, cre- for his own credit, he does that, but that is, the, the yes. selfishness is, is is so real, and he he's a heartless bastard. If that if that was his intention to get clicks and likes and views, heartless. He's heartless, and he doesn't care about anybody but himself and his uh, his own revenue. And this uh, when I took a, a screenshot of this this tweet, um, it had thirty eight point eight thousand 
parts on it so fuck you guys as well um <laughs> i'm sorry if any of them are our listeners here i just i have no absolutely you know zero compassion for for skip and his his show and whatnot and, and i realize people say things they don't mean and he did try to walk back the comments but his next tweet you know nothing is more important than that young man's health that was the point of my last tweet no it wasn't but yeah. there's nothing in that tweet yeah. that said about the man's health whatsoever like flat out you can just say like take that part out like that was the point of my last tweet like bullshit dude you know, I'm sorry if this was misunderstood, but his health is all that matters. What is there to misunderstand? You didn't mention his health whatsoever. Not like, once. Not flat out. Like, it, it doesn't even mention the dude's health. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing. You know, like, not, dude, like, screw you. I'm sorry. You know, like, again, everything else is irrelevant. I prayed for him and will continue to. All right. Like, that's another thing that gets me. Like, how many people actually pray? Like, that's the easy thing to do. Be like, oh, I'm pr- praying for you. But like, you know, like my dad passed away and, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, Hey, praying for you. And I appreciate it. But like, I had to wonder, you know, a few hundred people say praying for you, like, were they actually doing it? Or right. is that just the American thing to say, you know, when there's a tragedy. So I just challenge you out there. Like if you guys aren't religious or whatnot, if you're going to put the praying hands, or if you're going to say, you know, praying for you, like actually stop. And even if it's just, you know, like, Hey God, you know, even if you exist or whatever, you know, Hey, can you just like heal this man or, or be with his family? Like, I just challenge y'all to do that. But Skip Bayless, I didn't like you before. I, I beyond don't like you now. And again, to our listeners, I do apologize. This is typically a PG thirteen show, uh, but I, ha- I had to drop. You know, tell y'all, tell y'all how I feel. So, um, I mean, Shannon Sharp didn't even show up to the show. Um, and as a former player, I, I have to wonder: Did Shannon not show up because of Bayless's comments? You know, and and the pain that it caused him, or just the anguish that Shannon has. You know, because he was he was out there for many years on the field, like he he's seen gruesome injuries. So this had to have shaken him up. Well, here's the whole thing too. I mean, what like a probably a week and a half, two weeks ago, Skip came at Shannon and said, you know, basically called him like, "What do you know? You're you're not you're nowhere near Tom Brady's caliber." And now you know you put the icing on the cake as far as disrespect it goes toward yeah. towards a young man and towards. You know, regardless of who you played for in the NFL, like it is like I've heard Ryan Clark was on Sports Center last night, and he he was talking about all the like you know longtime Pittsburgh Steeler, but all the 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 great games that were between the Ravens and Steelers, and that's when they were really hitting each other to the point where I mean people were getting concussions every single game. Right. Um. And he said it's a brotherhood, man. Like you're in the NFL, you play for the Cowboys, you play for the it's still a brotherhood. Like you're still doing the same job, and you're still like everybody that laces up the, the cleats is, is putting it on the line. So you're in that United brotherhood together per se, you're, even if you're against each other, you're doing that. You have the ultimate goal. Everybody has the ultimate goal of, of winning and, and things like that where, where like, you know, and we can move on after this, but it's so funny, like reading these tweets and then like actually trying to understand like where he's coming from is, is two different things because he said, you know, he, in that initial tweet that you're he talking put about out, Skip again, right? Yeah, we're yeah. we're talking Skip, the real Skip Bayless, as his Twitter says. Um, but uh, yeah, real shit, Skip Bayless. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it's the fact that he says that the magnitude is crucial to be uh to this rag. Yeah, the magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which seems so irrelevant. Your your compassion is is irrelevant. Like your compassion was thrown out the window. Like you have no compassion when when you're saying we need to determine the outcome of this game, when this guy is fight like, like he's still, you know, we're almost 24 hours later and he's still fighting for his life. And it's, he it's, didn't delete the original tweet either. That's what, right. that's what makes me mad. 17 hours. He didn't delete the original tweet. Like I respect people who are like, okay, I'm a stand behind what I said, 
you know, to a point. But I think I, I think to this for this situation, it's like, bro, delete the tweet and just be like, I'm sorry. I was an ass. Cut your losses. I'm sorry. I was an asshole, like flat out. You know, I could respect that, you know, that you're at least man enough to like say like, hey, I, I responded too quickly. I said the wrong thing. I can respect that you know, but he didn't do it. So I will, I'm going to watch Indisputed um, just so I can hate on him. And, and uh, moving down the road, I will try my best to, to not, you know, spend too much time, you know, uh, knocking on Bayless, but I'm, you know, I'll be watching the next show, which unfortunately will give him more views just to see like what Shannon, you know, has to say to him when, when Shannon comes back on. But um, I know the Pat McAfee show is going on as we speak. Uh, I'm going to be curious to see what Pat's take you know, being a former NFL player, you know, with AJ Hawk also, you know, being a, a former NFL player, I'll be curious to see what, what they say about it. Cause uh, I'm sure they don't have anything nice to say about uh, Bayless and, you know, the way things were handled and, you know, it, it's just unbelievable that like he, he comes out and says not like, like if his, his second tweet was his first tweet, everybody would be on his side. Like yeah. it, it's not that hard, man. Like, yeah, I don't get how these, these guys are making millions of dollars to be on, you know, obviously they this guy Skip Bayless was a like lifelong journalist. He cal- covered the Cowboys. He covered the Bulls when Michael Jordan was there. Like he's not a dumb person. Like he so that's why I say and, and they constantly talk about on that show why would this guy send this tweet out? Odell sent this tweet out. Does that mean that that the Giants? You know he doesn't want to be on the Giants back in the day. Like blah they, blah they, blah. They, blah. They, yeah. All they do is analyze things. <laughs> as, and, he said, and, as, and, as he said, as he said to Shannon, dumb shit like this. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's just so mind blowing that. Like to me, the only way I can look at this is, I mean, he had, he had 136.5 million engagements on Twitter from that tweet. Like, clickbait. can you say that, that he sent this for attention? Like, there's no way that I can't think otherwise. Like, and I, and I, and normally I do like skip it. Like, you know, he has some outlandish takes, but like, I think he's a true, like he has extreme passion for the game, uh, for all sports, but it's like, dude, you, how, how can I sit there and defend you when, when you say something so insensitive? And then you, the second tweet you sent out is like basically you trying to cover your ass and it makes no sense because you said nothing along the same lines as the second tweet as your first tweet. Yeah, so absolutely. you're just indefensible. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So I think I'm done beating this dead horse with Skip Bayless. Um, I have nothing else to say about him. So, you know, yeah, I'll just, just to wrap up this show. You know, again, like, you know, thoughts and prayers do go out to to DeMar Hamlin. You know, I woke up this morning and the first thing I did was to check the updates. And I did pray for him and his family, um, as well as for T. Higgins. So I just challenge y'all, you know, when you say you're praying, please pray. You know, this is serious. Um, I mean, even I'll, I'll say a prayer for Skip Bayless that, that he would learn to to think of human life over, you know, um, money. And I, and I know that you're guilty or you're innocent until proven guilty. But that second tweet just showed how guilty in my mind that that he was so. You know, again, it is what it is. We can't change what happened, but you know, hopefully, um, Demar, you know, comes out of this. Uh, you know, they get him out of critical condition, and we'll be able to have a positive update on our Friday show about him. That is most definitely the hope. So, um, gonna wrap this up here. Uh, I just want a fan in the van, um, a, a podcast that supports us. You know, we support him. He had a really good take on this. Um, he's very profane as well with the way he you know went about it um he was he wasn't as nice as i am so if you think i'm a little overboard don't listen to his show but if you think i want easy go check out fan in the van his most recent episode on this uh have a lot of respect for him for for just not holding back as well so um aaron who are the other two guys we're shouting out yeah as always man like you know regardless of the situation we do want to shout out the the guys that support us and and we support them as, as well so 1420 
check out their uh their daily show 1420 in the morning i um i did check that out actually on the ride over to jd's uh home here still still at the at the headquarters i'm really <laughs> honest as uh that's a, that's a whole 1420 thing so not trying to swagger jack you guys but um yeah man uh he had uh brent does the 1420 in the morning and he had a good good piece on um on the uh demar Ham, uh hamlin if i'm saying that right i don't know why i can't say that right demar hamlin yeah, yeah you're fine, um man. but um you know level of playing field as well um check those guys out they're always breaking down um the nfl quite heavily as, as well so um just a lot going on and and right into the new year we get some a lot of drama right off the bat and and like I said, like JD touched on many a times, like thoughts and prayers are with the family. Just no matter what you believe in, just just at least put your thoughts and, and put some energy towards the, the those individuals today. Because I mean, this is bigger than football. This is bigger than sports. Yeah, absolutely. And check us out on Twitter. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> check us out on Twitter at brutally honest minus the T because Twitter won't give us the T. So brutally honest. Um, and you know we post different updates. Uh funny things we'll, we'll dog on people but um you know we've been posting uh, about uh damar hamlin and um so yeah check us out there if you guys don't mind you know share like you know this this um this podcast share it with your friends give us some love on spotify and apple if you could rate us that would be great um and you know for the last time i'll say for this show thoughts and prayers to damar hamlin and his family as well as t higgins hope you all have a good day and we'll catch you on the next show